Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live on this Thursday. The chase for the championships continues in Basel and Vienna. One man needed one win to clinch his spot. That's Andre Rublev. Would he do it? Plus the rest of the race heating up. A few Americans hoping to join the party. Who would ruin their chances? And who got ghosted like Casper? Comeback season is on for this future Hall of Famer. We'll show you how Naomi Osaka is playing on the practice court ahead of her return in Australia next year. Great to have you here with us from our studios in Santa Monica, California. As always, Steve Weisman, the great Jimmy Arias, and we've got the man himself, the myth, the legend, Prakash Amitraj. A lot to get to today. We're talking about the race. Now five guys have certified that they are going to turn, but one American is still alive in this week's events. That's Francis Tiafo. Yeah, ton, ton of points to be able to make up here. I mean, there's 500 points up for grab here. And um, he's about 700 out of the game right now. Who knows? He might be able to light it up. Hasn't been phenomenal coming into this event. But like we talked about, new lease on life after should have gone out to Dan Evans. Now he's kind of got not much to lose against Sinner. Why not? Why not, Jimmy? Feels like a lucky loser, but Sinner is not the guy you want to play no, when you want to keep it rolling, at least the way he's played so far this tournament. We'll get to that, I'm sure, at some point in the show. But Sinner has looked like the top one, two, three player in the world. Yeah. I know he's four, but... He's, he's like exactly right there. like it. Right, yeah. right, he's playing right, right where on he the should precipice be. right yes. there. Yeah. Obviously, making the ATP finals means big money, means big status. You get bonuses to make that final eight club. And Andre Rublev entering today just one win away from the Cool Kids Club. Here's what he had to say. Of course, every match you feel you are one step closer. I'm not going to lie. Every win, every, every day, <laughs> it's, uh, the feeling is your one. It's like I said. The, the door is open and I see what's inside, but I'm not, I'm not inside the, the room yet. But I see what is inside, you know, it's like, oh, it's, uh, there is a sofas, there is a colas, there is a cold drinks, I don't know, and, but you cannot enter to take it for the moment. <laughs> sofas and colas? I mean, yeah, I want to go to that place, right? Uh, so Rublev knew the stakes for this match, Prakash. A win against Matteo Arnaldi in Vienna. Book your tickets to turn. What I loved about it is such a high-stakes match for him to be able to get into turret, and he made sure he was playing the match on his own racket. Saw him attack the net quite a bit here, and I think that's an element of his game that's improved quite a bit. We all know he can blast away both sides at the baseline, but showing a little bit more familiarity at the net, moving into the right spots, covering the passing shots a little bit better, and again, that improved serve has been a huge factor. Five and three, pretty comfortable against a player who's been having a really great second half of the year. 21 winners in this match into the ATP Finals for the fourth straight year. His buddy, Daniil Medvedev, already qualified, Jimmy. Top seed defending champ here in Vienna. Had won four straight sets against Grigor Dimitrov, but Dimitrov started strong. Look, Medvedev's already on the sofa with the Colas. He's fine. He's in the Finals. Not as much pressure on him for this match, but he wants to keep this section of the year going and... Medvedev against Dimitrov. Dimitrov has so much variety, so many ways to break you down. And that's when you're playing Medvedev, you need all those weapons. This turned into just a beautiful match. 
anxious moments throughout, but Medvedev is so tough, so tough mentally, so tough physically, and in the end, he just got the better of Dimitrov. Tour leading 45th hardcourt victory for Medvedev, had 14 aces in the match. Tommy Paul going down to Borna Gojo. So the quarterfinals, as you see, are set in Vienna. Some big-time matchups. We talked about foe against Sinner. Rublev Zverev, that's a great one. Medvedev and his buddy Karin Hatchinov as well. But five spots filled for the year-end finals. St three still up for grabs. What did you make of Daniil Medvedev's performance today against a really informed Grigor Dimitrov? Well, he knows how to be able to manage himself at this stage in the season. And, and he's peaking at the, at the right time coming into Paris right now. I, I just think he's brutal on this kind of stuff because he serves so well. Even on this kind of surface, he's still able to play that defense where he's getting a lot of balls back on a quick surface with a guy like Dimitrov pressing the issue. Dimitrov impressed me a lot today, but the fact that Daniil was still able to be just a little bit stronger in the head, it, he's just he's such a tough out. He's one of the few players that you know is constantly thinking. When he's on the court, he's looking for ways. He's never panicking. He's trying to figure out how to find a way through your offense, really, because yeah. he's defending most of the time. The one thing that drives me nuts whenever I see Medvedev matches is why don't players serve and volley out wide slow? Slow. You don't have to hit it hard because you want to get right on top of the net. He hits yeah. the ball reasonably flat. I just don't see how Novak's done that. Uh, Novak's done it, but Jimmy, you got to be able to do that. That means you got to be able to practice that and actually be able to execute the servant volley. I, I know, but it just seems so simple in this scenario. I wasn't a servant volleyer. I played Thomas Mooser one time who stood in the fence. I realized he's going to hit high balls to my back and all day. I've got no chance. I serve and volley twice yeah. a game. I end up losing still six in the third. Six in the third. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was right there, though. So, right I was right there. there. So, it would yeah. have been straight sets without the serve and volley. I think for sure it would have been. Okay. So, you got to do what you got to do in some ways. And that's, I think when you're playing Medvedev, you got to figure that out. All right. Listen to Jimmy, everybody out on tour. If you're playing Daniil Medvedev, throw in some serve and volley. We're throwing in some more highlights from Basel. Taylor Fritz in the ninth spot in the race trying to catch Holger Runa. Played an epic three-setter against Alexander Shevchenko for Kosh. The Russian at a career high right now going for his first top ten win. Well, with Taylor just on the outside of trying to make it into turn. This one's, this one's going to hurt. Does a great job saving a set point there. But... Uh, Finds his way into his own set point here, takes the first set. Now you think he's going to have a bit of the momentum. The quality of play was pretty high all the way through here. Got to give Shevchenko a lot of uh, uh, props here for being able to hang in. Forces the error from Taylor here. Is able to take that second set. Biggest stat of the match here. 0 and 15 break points for Taylor. That's going to make him struggle to sleep. Had a couple of match points here. This is one of them. Shevchenko coming up with a massive forehand up the line, jumping in the air right down the line, and then uh, finds himself a match point of zone, and again, forcing the error on the Fritz forehand. Biggest win of the young kid's career. Shevchenko with the pot, boy. First ATP quarterfinal, Fritz tweeted after, tennis is tough. Yeah, it sure is, but for that man, what a win. Meantime, Kasparut, he can pick up some ground on Fritz. Jimmy took on Dominic Stricker, and the 21-year-old having his best season just got even better. Well, the problem, I guess, for Rude, as you see that winner on match point in the third set tiebreak, the problem for Rude is he was playing against a Swiss player who was the only Swiss player that had an opportunity to get to the quarterfinals in Basel. And that's something that happens every year since 2006. 
Well, there was no chance he was going to win that match. <laughs> Never had a chance. Holgaruna loving those results. Currently in that eighth and final spot to turn. Could add 45 more points with a win against Sebastian Baez for Kosh. Well, I tell you what, Boris Becker in his corner, and the kid was serving like boom, boom today. Seven aces, only phase one break point, saved that break point. 78% won on his first serve, and a whopping 78% won on his second serve. Phenomenal job taking that first set, and then all of a sudden, after winning that breaker, really upped his level in the second set. Gets the fist pump from boom, boom. All things looking good for Runa. They really are. You talk about that second serve. He, he made more of his second serve points than Baez won his first serve points. Yeah. You do that, you're going to win the match. Stays undefeated with Boom Boom as his coach. Back-to-back -back wins for the first time since Wimbledon. So Holger Runa taking on Thomas Martin Echeverry next. Shevchenko will meet FAA, who has picked up a couple wins, finding his form. we got Stricker on Bear and then Greek Spore and Herkoc in this draw as well. Let's take a look at the updated race to Turin. Andre Rublev joining his friends Yannick Sinner, Daniil Medvedev, Carlos Alcaraz, and Novak Djokovic. They are headed to Italy. Then we got Tsitsipas, Verev, and Runa. Taylor Fritz lost. Herkoc is still alive. The race remains tight. What sticks out to you, Jimmy? What sticks out to me is yesterday I said I don't think Holger Runa is going to be the guy in the eighth spot. We backtracking? Uh, we're backtracking. Okay. <laughs> Simply because everybody that was chasing him except Herkoc went down yeah. and showed that they're not quite ready to take over that eighth spot yet. And Runa found a way to win. He's got a, a draw in Basel where he probably should make it to the finals yep. now. The players that are in his half. I know FAA is defending champion, so that's a question mark in the semifinals. But he's a favorite to now make the finals. That's going to be tough to pass. Mm. I'm curious to see how much is going to be decided this week because Zverev and Tsitsipas both playing great tennis. Tsitsipas plays Gojo. You'd like to see him come through that, get into the semis there, possibly against Medvedev. And uh, Zverev, he's got his hands full with Rublev. So uh, I think one of them will end up maybe making enough points to qualify this week. But um, in, at your event, when you're talking about Runa and Herkoc, I think they're going to play in the final. And I actually think Herkoc is going to, is going to win the tournament. The way he's playing, I love the way he's throwing in that serve and volley. So um, maybe a little sneak up from 11. Herkoc. Sneaks into that top eight spot. Herkoc was the other name I mentioned. I mentioned Taylor and Herkoc yeah. were the two that I thought. But yeah. now Runa's starting to, uh, you know, starting to make me nervous. Toss the dice. Just toss the dice. Every 24 hours, you can change I might your mind. change again. Right? By the end of Paris, I'll tell you what I think. Okay. And I should get that <laughs> well, we got another, another show tomorrow. Let's see what Jimmy says tomorrow. <laughs> Seasons change, mad things rearrange, but it all stays the same. I, I knew you were going to give me that. I told you give me that during the show. Well done. Well, well, green room. We're well bringing done. out on set as well. A lot still to come here on TC Live. The ladies in Mexico getting ready for the WTA finals. A new champ is guaranteed. What are the chances it's Coco Golf? All the answers straight ahead. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com.
the strange year for Novak Djokovic ends with a sixth year-end crown. And a lot of momentum to bring with him into 2023. But these moments make it all worth it. There's his son, Stefan. Novak Djokovic is your defending ATP Finals champion. Won for the sixth time last year. If he wins this year, he can set the record for the most. Breaking a tie with Roger Federer. We date back to Grigor Dimitrov winning the ATP Finals in 2017. Zverev a couple titles. Tsitsipas won and Medvedev taking it in 2020. So the majors are done, but as we know, a lot still to play for because this is 1,500 points. This is winning the year-end championship, beating the very best of the best. So it is time for another segment of Quick Hands Questions, right? You're going back and forth. That we got all these fancy lights and sounds and funky wow. stuff like that. You saw on the graphic that Sasha Zverev and Stefano Tsitsipas won half of the last six ATP finals. But how would you characterize which tier they're in in the sport of tennis right now? Are they top-tier players or no? I think in general, you got to put them in, in tier number two. I, I put Carlos, Novak, and Daniil in that tier one. They're the ones who are consistently challenging for the top of the Grand Slams, especially on the hard courts. So that's my top-tier sinner, kind of right there, knocking at the door. Just want to see a little bit more from him in a Grand Slam. He's now winning those Masters 1000 titles. But um, Zverev and Tsitsipas, I think, in that tier two category, I make a little alteration for this indoor season, though. Carlos hasn't played in turn mm. before, and these guys, of course, are multiple-time winners. Zverev will be Tier 1 again next year. I don't think he's Tier 1 this year, yep. and I think Sissipas won't be. I think he's Tier 2, and I think he's staying Tier 2, unless he figures out a backhand and a backhand return. Those Who, two things. Who's Zverev replacing in Tier 1? Well, that's the issue. It's a, I just feel like I'm going to make Tier 1 bigger because I think Zverev is going to... Expanding Tier 1. Could you bump it to 5? I need to bump it to 5. Sinner's there for Sinner's sure. there already. 100%. To me. 100%. So, He's yeah, i got to bump it to 5 and I'm putting Zverev That's five. That's too big of a top tier. Who determines how big the tiers are? I just Jimmy, did. Jimmy, okay, with those guys, though, you got Carlos, you got Daniil, you got uh, Novak, and now Sinner in there, too. Do you think Zverev is challenging for Grand Slams next year? And when I mean challenging, that means fine. Type stuff. I do. I think at least at Roland Garros, and I think he, I think U.S. Open as well. I think he's got a chance. Okay. To those two. All right. Good to hear that. Uh, question number two. Topic number two. What's your favorite WTA rivalry right now on the women's side? Well, the two best matches I've seen so far this year are Sabalenka and Sviantec in Madrid, and Sabalenka, even though it wasn't as high quality, uh, Sabalenka and Coco at the U.S. Open. So it's, I mean, look, those are the best three players in the world. So, I mean, for me, it's a little bit of a take your pick. I think when any of them get on the court with each other, it's spectacular stuff. Well, you got to go now, Coco and Sviantec, just because okay. I agree. she finally got the win at the U.S. Open, Coco yeah. did, and it's going to start the rivalry because it has been one-way traffic up until that time. Coco's the new player now with the Grand Slam win and maybe Brad Gilbert helping her put just four hands in and not try to do too much with it and use her athleticism. She's going to be tough to beat, I think, for the next 10 years. I, I, li I like the Coco ego. I know it's 1-1 in their last two. Yeah. So now the rivalry has started. When it was 0-7, not yeah, a rivalry. Exactly. But, but Sabalenka, Iga, I mean, that's a, that's a good one. And uh, Rabakina has gotten the better of Sviante more yeah. times than not. So, and you got to put Jess Pagula in there. Yeah, I wanted Coco to put well, Pagula in there right? at some point because Pagula has beaten Coco. She yep. one who beat her during the summer, when the, this last summer, and the only player that beat her. So Pagula's certainly not a bad player three in the world. I'm, great thing about it, we're going to see them all in Cancun. <laughs> Cannot yes, wait will. for that starting next week. You go, you go work on your tan over there, you're going to have a great time. I'm going to have there. time for a tan. 
I'm going to be freezing. <laughs> You're good. You, 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 be, you be inside. We'll be outside. It will be nice there. Uh, Coco Vandaway joining me, by the way. Uh, Taylor Fritz, Francis Tiafo. We've got Big Ben, Shelton, Tommy Paul, all in the top 15 right now. First time we've had four Americans top 15 since 1997. Jimmy, who of those four will have the highest career ranking? Well, you're going to have to help me because wasn't Fritz already maybe five? He, was, he got top five. He got top five? Yeah. I mean, so he's got the inside track of the highest okay. career because he already got to five. Yes. That, that gives Correct. him the upper hand in that. I do think Ben Shelton is awfully dangerous and confident and has the swagger and serves 149 miles an hour when he wants to. I think he's going to have a – I think he's going to get there. And what will point. it be? Give him number one. We number need a number one, one American. All right. I, I, I think Ben. I think Ben gets into the top five. I, I think if Francis, Francis has done such an unbelievable job of taking out those matches where he's not quite 100 percent there mentally. I think it's gone from maybe 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 20 percent of the matches down to like 10 percent. If he can get that to zero, which is very much in his control, I, I, I give him the ability to be able to make it into the top five as well because I think they have the ability to challenge for Grand Slams. I still think Taylor and Tommy have not seen their best tennis, mm -hmm. and I think we're going to see much better from them also uh, consistently in the top ten. But um, Bit of a toss-up for me between Ben and Francis. Okay. I, I think we haven't seen the best tennis from any of those guys. No, yet. no, no. No, certainly. Th they all have the possibility of winning a Grand Slam, but I, I like Ben Shelton getting to number one in the world. That's, that's, that's a good hot take. We are going to have a first-time champion at the WTA Finals. Who's your favorite to take it? Yeah, listen, I've, I've just I've loved what I've seen from Coco for so long now, and, and and after she got over that hump mentally, as you said, Jimmy, she's a different person, you know. And I think all the stuff that's been happening off the court as well is helping her kind of sit into that ownership of being a superstar, being someone who's going to help take the WTA to a different level moving forward. And I think all of that is sitting really well with her. And because of that, I think we're going to see even better tennis from her moving forward. I don't think it's oh gosh, I've got that monkey off my back now, and I can just kind of you know go back to not really you know caring as much. I I think, I think she's going to lift herself even higher. So let's go with uh, with Miss Goff to be able to take her first title. I mean, I told you Coco's going to have an amazing career the next 10 years. Having said that, I'm a little worried about Cancun because of how poorly she performed in the year-end championships last year. Okay. Tired at the end of a long year. She plays doubles every week as well. So all well, her and Jess matches. are also playing doubles in Cancun. Exactly. And they did that last year. Yep. Both of them struggled. So having said that, maybe Sabalenka, the way she's played, she'll feel just a little less pressure in this tournament than she does in the major finals, and she'll let that powerful game flow. I hear the court is not yet surfaced, so hopefully by Sunday we, we have that to stay. Actually, that would help us determine <laughs> we as well the speed. Tennis, right? I know. Get out there. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, Jimmy, you are tennis commissioner for the day. You can make a single change. What are you doing? I don't know. I wouldn't do whole, a whole lot. Maybe no ad scoring. I know we need to get the game to go quicker. That's all sports are trying to make things go faster. Okay. No ad, I would have hated it when I was playing. But as a spectator, it's kind of exciting sometimes. <laughs> so I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't want it in the majors because there's an element of luck that comes into play when it's no ad scoring. You can be sort of dominating a match and one or two points make a difference. I don't want that to determine the slams. The All right, outside of the slams, no head scoring. Yeah, I'd take it. That's Commissioner Arias. Armitrage? Two and a half month minimum off season. 
I, I, think, I think the players need more time. Yes, the, the schedule is brutal because there are so many tournaments all over the world. The best thing about our most global sport is it touches every single corner of the world and it goes on consistently. But I think the players need more time. I think uh, younger players need a little bit more time to develop. Older players need a bit more time to recover. And uh, I'd love to see it. Perhaps all of us who love the sport so much will get a little bit more eager when Australia comes around. So I think we could use a little healthier offseason. Right. Healthier off. Yeah, I'm saying uh, no more lets on serves. No more lets. A little, a little dribble over. Yeah. Wimbledon final. You okay with that? Yeah. It happens in every other part of the game other than serve. Just checking. Just so, checking. No more lets. All right. Uh, we've got much more still to come here on TC Live. Guess who's back out on the court? None other than future Hall of Famer herself, Naomi Osaka. We will check in on her. See how that forehand's looking. The big serve. Cannot wait to see Osaka. Down under next year. Jimmy Prakashti back on TC Live. We go to Zhuhai, the WTA Elite Trophy. Elena Ostapenko taking on Donna Vekic. Ostapenko has won a tour leading 18 three-set matches this year, Prakash. So when she dropped the first set, her fans need not worry. No, listen, she's been very tough mentally this year and just kind of tuned down some of those outbursts which kind of last for a little bit too long and kind of result in a few more unforced errors. Really pulled it together here, especially in the third set. 6-1. Best set of tennis from her. And this got some great matchups over there. Every match is a good one. Really do. First win against Vekic. Won eight of the last nine games. Let's check out the groups. Daria Kazakina won last night over Magda Lynette. She is the first player through to the semifinals. Ludmila Samsonova also picked up a win over Julin. Could advance with a win against Veronica Kudermatova as three semifinal spots still up for grabs. Looking at the order of play tonight. Caroline Garcia taking on Beatrice Haddad Maya. Samsonova in the match I talked about against Kudermatova. And then Ostapenko and Zheng Qinwen. That is for a spot in the semis as well. That, of course, is Friday's future. But first, we've got a special throwback Thursday. Jimmy, Jimmy, when we got you on TC Live, we, we just got to show, gotta show it. it. Dude, that's, that's brutal. Again, what? that was a well, setup. Look at the that's why I said. I was, I was thinking for a minute, no one will notice. You know, by the way, just for the here. record, you know, if you had choked off the, the follow-through, you know, you wouldn't have had that issue. <laughs> this was a setup, okay, <laughs> just so you know. We were supposed to be chipping the guy that's videoing and giggling. And we were just chatting, and I said, I'm going to take a full swing because I have a golf tournament. Shout out Jesse Levine. Yeah, we'll Jesse Levine is the man who took the video and was talking to me. And he goes, well, wait, if you're going to take a full swing, let me let me video it. Have you paid them for this yet? I mean, this is, yeah, too much. Anyway. Give me the celebrity over there. They, they, they don't need to, they need to pay for this. Well, the old barbershop just got, got ruined. That kind of, they didn't have that, they didn't have that in Canada this year because of that. Annette Contivate, by the way, was ranked two in the world less than 18 months ago. She was still in the top 20 in February, playing a Legends event in Luxembourg and EXO. Beat our own Andrea Petkovic in the final. But, uh, I mean, Contivate, already playing Legends events, gosh. Listen, whatever it takes to get that paper, <laughs> Weissman. You know, I think she, she picked up a good check over there. But look, 50 bottom grand. Line, oh, 50, 50 G's will get you, get you far. 
But to be able to get over there, still enjoy the game after you're after you've kind of removed yourself from it, I think is a beautiful thing. I mean, you removed yourself from it just so you could win fifty grand right. in the senior. <laughs> that's not nice. I mean, that's the easiest. That's not nice. It's the easiest wins I've ever seen. Right. But, I, I think it's kind of not fair. Well, yeah, I, that is kind of not fair. I'll tell you what, though, when you retire, sometimes, you know, it takes a minute to be able to want to find that love for the game again. Some people put down the racket for a while. Um, that happened with you? By the way, I wanted to help Andrea Petkovic because her serve, if she had had a serve, she could come back right now. And I saw her at the US Open. I said, I can work on your serve. I think she's got shoulder issues. Uh, that, that's, <laughs> no, that's what honestly, she told that's me. why she retired. Like, that's that's yeah, what she told she's me. She's working with us, but apparently working it out. Uh, Naomi Osaka uh, back better than ever. Prakash, this is good footwork here on the videos. Moving around good. I mean, look, I, I, I've heard that she is very fired up to be able to come back. And look, she went through so much when she came on. She won so much. She had so much attention. She was kind of thrust into superstardom, lit the torch at the Olympic Games. Maybe this little break and, and, and the perspective that motherhood brings you Maybe it's exactly what she needs to be able to, you know, find her biggest passion and drive again. I, I cannot wait to see her come back to what is one of the most exciting groups on the WTA in quite some time. She has the biggest game. At least she had it. And I think she'll have it again if she comes back and plays. I'm excited to see her. If she can come in with some passion, she will still be the player to beat with the weapons that she brings. Boyan's kind of looking like Jimmy. Look at you. She slaps that a, thing over it's there. It's a slapper. Whip shot. And it, yeah. and it is massive. And she moved beautifully and served huge. Too good. Yeah. She is scheduled to play the United Cup as well as the Australian Open. Can't wait for that. Friday's schedule. Stay up all night. Watch a little Elite Trophy in Zhuhai. And then, of course, TC Live. If you missed it, we'll wrap it all up for you. 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Back with our Hot Shot of the Day. Back with our hot shot of the day on TC Live. More of a hot point, we'll call it. Uh, hot or is it lukewarm? We've Ooh. seen some. We've seen some spectacular stuff here. And I mean, look, I like both players at the net. We saw some feel from both players, but a uh, little scoop shot from Mahat up the line. You know, Jimmy, back in the yeah. 90s, that, that used to be just a regular volley. Well, no, you didn't normally want to play from no man's land the entire point, and that's what Mahat managed to do and finish it off. You know, let's give him some love. He won the point. That was a good thing. Me and Jimmy not giving him enough love. Lost yeah. the match. Boss won the match. It looked like like Pong. Remember the Atari game from over top? That's true. Bong, bong, bong. Good shot there. Center court Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern. We got a lot of good ones. Medvedev taking on Hatchinoff, two top eight seats. There's Varev and Rublev, Tiafo, Sinner, Runa, Echeverry. I mean, so much to choose from, Jimmy. I'm saying that the top four matches of the day, and I, I mean, listen, uh, Greek sport's great as well, but the top four are my top four matches. Which one's your favorite? Tiafo Sinner, yeah. without question, really. Sinner's okay. played so well. Tiafo can play so well. He's gotten second life in this tournament. He needs to keep going for the tour finals. Yep. There's so many things riding on that match. That's the one I'm looking for. Okay. And not just that, but Francis is, you know, he, he's, he's a big pride guy. You know, when, his, when he's going up against one of the guys who is going to be carrying it for the next 10 years, he wants to be able to put a stamp on it because he believes he is one of those guys, too. So I'm expecting a great match from both of them. Um, not much pressure, I think, on Francis because Sinner's been playing so well, as you've pointed out. So, um, you know, like we did yesterday, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the underdog here, and uh, I'm gonna go with my boy, Big Foe. Big Foe getting the win. Who, who wins? You said Sinner I, earlier. I mean, I guess I'll stay with Sinner just because whatever Prakash says, I want to go the other way. That's not nice. <laughs>
That's not nice. But I tell you what, though, I'm killing Jimmy with the shoe game. The shoe is. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to have to go buy some new shoes. That's a fail. So, Castro, tomorrow we need the close up on Prakash's shoes. It's been a fantastic show once again. Thanks for joining us on TC Live. Quarterfinal Friday on the way.